Hello you, welcome to another episode of Shades of Us, The Review. I am Ramat. In what will probably go down as one of the most classic comedies of all time, the film I am looking at today was rich, vibrant, colourful and effortlessly funny. I'm talking about one of my all-time favourites, Coming to America. Once upon a time, in a faraway kingdom, lived a handsome prince. He was attended by devoted servants. Do you think perhaps just once I might use the bathroom by myself? Most amusing, sir. Wipers! And engaged by royal decree. Why? Why can't I find my own wife? We've gone to a great deal of trouble to select for you a very fine wife. I want a woman that's going to arouse my intellect as well as my loins. Where will you find such a woman? In America. So he traveled across the sea to the land of opportunity, which is where the fairy tale ends and our story begins. So let's start with some facts about the film. Coming to America is a 1988 American romantic comedy film directed by John Landis and based on a story originally created by Eddie Murphy, who also starred in the lead role. The film also co-stars Arsenio Hall, James Earl Jones, Shari Hedley, and John Amos. The film was released in the United States on June 28, 1988. Eddie Murphy plays Akim Jaffer, the crown prince of the fictional country of Zamunda, who comes to the United States in the hopes of finding a woman he can marry. Now, the film starred Eddie Murphy as Prince Akim Jaffer, the prince of Zamunda, but it wasn't just one role Eddie Murphy played. He went on to play Randy Watson, a soul singer with the fictional band Sexual Chocolate. <laughs> Eddie Murphy also plays Saul, the Jewish barbershop customer as well as Clarence the owner of the barber's shop talk about being multifaceted Asenio Hall also starred in the film as Semi Akim's friend and um, he goes on like Eddie Murphy to star in a couple of other roles he starred as Reverend Brown Maurice the barber and in what was credited as an extremely ugly girl. I mean, if you check the credits, that's what you see. Extremely ugly girl uh, who was at the bar. And she hit on Eddie Murphy and uh, that is Akeem and Semi. And we had the most amazing James Earl Jones as King Jaffe Jaffa, Akeem's father and king of Zamunda. And then John Amos was Cleo McDowell, Akeem's employer and Lisa's father. Speaking of Lisa, it was played by Shari Headley and um, she was Akeem's love interest in the film. Marge Sinclair, the really beautiful Marge Sinclair, was Queen Aeolian who was depicted as Akim's mother and the queen of Zamunda. And then um, we had Paul Bates as Oha, who was the royal servant, an equivalent of an English butler, fantastically done by Paul Bates. And then we had Eric Lassell, was depicted as Daryl Jenks, who was Lisa's boyfriend who had a shitty attitude. Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> Anyway, um, something really interesting. James Earl Jones and Marge Sinclair acted as husband and wife in Coming to America. And surprisingly, they went on again to act as a couple in The Lion King as um, Simba's parents. Coming to America was released June 29, 1988 by Paramount Pictures in the United States. It was a commercial box 
of his success both domestically and internationally and then the film debuted at number one with 21.4 million dollars in the united states and by the time it had finished making up all the money it had it had made 288.7 million dollars it was the highest grossing film that year for the studio and the third highest grossing film at the united states box office i am so impressed with what eddie murphy did with coming to america a lot of reviews were given about the film but i usually mention what rotten tomatoes does because uh they are kind of big in the review game so rotten tomato gave the film a 68 percent um score out of a hundred for being really fantastic that's a little over average but that is good and in 2017 it was announced that there will be an impending production of um the sequel to the film and uh kevin misha was named as producer and sheffield and blonstein the original screenwriters were also attached to the projects so far though no one knows if Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy will be a part of this project. So let's talk about some of the nominations that Coming to America had and then those of it that it won. For the Academy Awards in 1989, that's the Oscars, it was nominated for Best Costume Design and the design was done by Deborah Nadelman and Best Makeup by um rick baker they did fantastic work on the production of the costume and the makeup now for the all deaf movie awards which happened in 2016 it was nominated for the most quoted movie and uh, it didn't win but it was nominated now to the ones that coming to america won it won the america comedy awards in 1989 for the funniest supporting actor in a motion picture and that was won by Arsenio hall it also won the bmi film and tv awards in 1989 uh it won the nile rogers awards and then he won um this golden screen in germany in 1988 also at the Image Award, he won the Outstanding Motion Picture and the Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture, which was won by Arsenio Hall. And then at the Kids' Choice Awards in 1989, he was nominated for the Blimp Award and Eddie Murphy took the Favorite Movie Actor Award. And so it's weird because Eddie Murphy had just one award for something that was so fantastically done by him. Now let's look at the storyline of um, Coming to America. In one short quote, it was about an extremely pampered African prince who travels to Queens in New York and goes undercover to find a wife whom he can respect for her intelligence and will. That's the entire storyline of Coming to America. And you know, the plot extended very well. The costume and everything was beautiful. But then there are so many things about it that I loved absolutely loved the costume i have to talk about the costume you know there were costumes that you just knew were african the, the kaftans the fula or caps the, the yoruba style you know you could see that these were cross-cutting cultures that makes us who we are the really poofy dresses and then the veils over the elaborate hair ties we still see some of this stuff in our african cultures today and it's crazy you know the costume was fantastic it was beautifully done it was rich it was vibrant it was colorful and i think the costume designer did fantastically well on that Another thing I like is that this film was made in 1988 or it was released in 1988 and we had almost perfect 
lighting of black skin because the cast was almost entirely black and the lighting was really really good a lot of people say it's hard to light black skin for tv and that is true because the camera is trained to accept or to be more accepting of the color white but you know the lighting of the black people in coming to america was well done if i say so myself and i think it's really beautiful did anyone notice that cuba gooding jr Samuel L. Jackson and Gasol Bouvet were in coming to America in literally very small roles. <laughs> I mean, now we look at it and we'll think, oh, they made they had cameo roles, but they were not famous at that time, so they had small roles in what Nigerians would call a walker pass role. You know, they play as very, very little roles. And I was really impressed. Cooper Gooding Jr. didn't even have any line. He was just sitting down in the barber shop having his hair cut. He didn't have nothing. And he shot up to become really, really big in the Hollywood scene. Samuel L. Jackson, he is one person I am so fantastically proud of. I am so enamored of because he came from that nasty ass person who was taking his gun to try and rob McDowell's to becoming the person who's in Hitman, Hitman's bodyguard as such a wonderful actor i love me some samuel L. jackson he is fantastic even if i say so myself and gasol bouvet the beautiful gasol bouvet was just a rose bearer for the prince as beautiful as she was all of that time as she beautiful as she is right now she was just she started out as just being a rose bearer for the king <laughs> Okay, something else I like about coming to America is the portrayal of Africans as classy, sophisticated, and learned, especially as shown by Oha's behavior. Oha was like the epitome of the English butler, only he was African. He was fantastic at his job. He didn't, you know, laugh or, or smile or be crazy or do anything. He was so composed. What I loved most about Oha's behavior was when Akim said he needed to clean up after himself after using the loo. And he was like, most amusing, your highness. And I was like, oh my God, what kind of burning sarcasm is this? But he perfected his role and it was shown in almost every african that was shown such grace such beauty such culture such class i loved the portrayal of africa in the film yes africa is in a country and we have our problems but in the core of it these are the qualities that make us who we are moving on I love the fact that Semi was unafraid of the king and queen. He would literally come into the room and just be himself. He couldn't help it but be himself. And Semi was so relatable because there's always that one person who is able to face the king or the queen or whoever it is and just be themselves. And that was what Semi was in the film. Even when they were giving him this thank look and, you know, giving him the attitude, he didn't change. He was this smiling, bubbly personality who just was himself around the king and queen. Now, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall played so many multiple roles that it was so impressive. Not only did Eddie Murphy play an older man, he played an older white man, which is extremely hard. And the accents across was just different you know everyone had a different accent everyone had a different feel and Murphy was fantastic and so was Arsenio Hall playing all of those multiple roles 
being crazy i just i was really impressed i, I wondered how they did the shoots because it would have taken a whole lot of time the angles um um the point of views to ensure that it was done just right and it was done just right and well i'm gonna move on from that i love so many things about the film i could actually talk about every single scene and analyze it and tell you how much i love coming to america but there are some of those little things like the map of oily gel left on the chair by daryl's parents when they were at the mcdowell's and what turned out to be the supposed engagement party that was so epic it, it was it was effortlessly funny you didn't you didn't need to think too much you just could imagine because these were things you could relate to it's really crazy so let's talk about some of my favorite scenes from the film yeah i have to give it up for oha's queen to be song she's your queen to be a queen to be forever a queen who'll do whatever his highness desires she's your queen to be To quench your royal fire completely free from infection to be used at your discretion, waiting only for your direction, your queen to Now, the very first time I watched it, and I think from that day, it stayed with me. I loved that scene. And I didn't hear the lyrics until recently when I was watching the film. And I was like, that was horrible. This was disgusting. Why would you say that about women? But then, that was how women were treated in that time. Even now, there are people who still treat women like that. But I mean, even though I was amazed by the sheer goal of it, it was such a weird way to put the song together i mean free from infection the woman who is it, it was just really really nasty but i'm going to move on um i think another scene i loved so much was when eddie murphy talked about wanting a woman who arouses him when you saw her tell me you did not want to rip her clothes off right then and there i want a woman that's going to arouse my intellect as well as my loins and i will say eddie murphy was years ahead of his time even though right now he's kind of messed up but i think he was years ahead of his time by promoting the need to have women to be more than just a sexual object and that's what he did you know he wanted a woman who could who could arouse his intellect and his his loins and there's nothing wrong with being aroused by a woman physically but there's everything wrong in seeing a woman as just that physical thing or just somebody that's an object of your satisfaction as was said in Oha's song anyway um i love the fact that Eddie Murphy said that. i really love that line from that film and then um my third favorite scene from the film would have to be where samuel l jackson tried to rob the mcdowell's and akim and semi thwarted his plan it would be wise for you to put the weapon down who the fuck is this asshole Please refrain from using any further obscenities in the presence of these people. What? I've warned you. I'll be forced to thrash you. Fuck you! Freeze, you diseased rhinoceros pizzle. I mean, 
what was that that Semi said? You rising rhinoceros piece or whatever i mean what the hell kind of human being is that he is just completely out of this world i loved loved that scene but then as much as i love everything about it there are things that i hate about the film and first of all every time that daryl was on the film i hated him daryl was lisa's boyfriend before she met akim and he was so nasty but i especially hated the fact that he was disrespectful and had ignorant opinions about africa especially where he thought we chased monkeys for sport wearing clothes must be a new experience for you are you able to follow the game akim oh yes I'm following the game quite well. What kind of games do y'all play in Africa? Chase the monkey. <laughs> like really? Y'all think that because we're black and we're in Africa, we, we're that dumb? Come on. I really hated that scene. Really, really hated it from the very first time I watched it, which is years ago. But I really, really hated that scene. Another scene I hated, and again, this time by Daryl, is the nonsense he said about women wanting a man to take charge. I bet you learned all that stuff fighting lions and tigers and shit. Yes. Yes, where I'm from, we have to be very aggressive. You know, I'm all for that. Especially with women. You know, they may not admit it, but they all want a man to take charge. <laughs> Tell them what to do. So when I heard that, I was like, I, I know even when I was a kid, I was like, what now? Take charge of who? Tell them what to do? Negro, please. Ain't nobody got time for that. So um, I really don't like it when people think, especially when some of these men decide that women need to be guided. Women need to be controlled. Women need to be dominated. It really irks me. So the character of Daryl was disgusting because he had disrespect for people across board and especially for women. And he's a reflection of a lot of men in society today. So it gets me really pissed off that these kind of people exist in society so expected that i hated the same generally i think coming to america is one of those films that will go down history as being effortlessly funny and still manages to put africa in a good light it portrays the elite of africa as cultured clean classy and sophisticated even though they owned people and they, they had slaves and all of that um it was it just showed a part of africa that a lot of the world didn't expect to see akim was well read he was cultured he was quoting philosophers he was well spoken and he had really awesome attitude there was this point where lisa asked him why he had so much grace while he was doing the most basic of chores and he talked about excellence how, how it was an african you know I just see excellence as an African thing. Sometimes we forget that that's who we are. But that is the beauty of the film and the beauty of being African. For a film that had an almost entirely black cast with very, very few white people put in and still becoming a major hit, I think it was something that was well done and it is something that till today should be worth appreciating. It is fantastic how well that film was done and how well received it was across the globe. Overall, I think Coming to America is a brilliant movie and it was so, so well done. 
But that is my opinion. What do you think about coming to America? Do you like the film? What are your favorite and least favorite parts of the film? And uh, are you like Basi Ipi, the poet, who absolutely hates the film because she thinks it's stereotypical? Whatever you think about the film, hit me up in the comment section and tell me about it. And um, as I pan down, remember that you can select the movie for next week and we will review it for you. It's about that time of the show when I have to go, but I hope and hope and hope that you listen to the end of this podcast to find out ways to contact me. And um, remember that the show comes up every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1pm. That's about it on the show today. Have yourself a really, really, really good day. It's hugs and kisses from Mamat. Bye. That's about it on the podcast today. Subscribe to our channels at shadesofus.co.uk and follow us on social media. We're on Facebook and LinkedIn at Shades of Us and on Twitter and Instagram at Shades of Us Afrique. That is Shades of Us Afrique without an A. Want a song or movie reviewed? Send us an email at shadesofusafrica at gmail.com or send us an SMS on plus two three four nine zero five nine one two seven five five two thank you and bye